Hey, do you guys have $9,000 that I can borrow? No. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. I just can need $9,000. Right. I can give it to you. Definitely give it to you after um, I buy this uh, 64 Firebird and uh, make all the money off of being a professional musician. <laughs> For some reason, I thought, I thought you were talking about the car. I'm just like, I can make all the money off of just being a badass. <laughs> just you driving around in a Firebird. I don't think I don't think I want to drive around in a 64 Firebird I bought for nine thousand dollars. <laughs> Welcome back to Sci-Fi Cross-Sections, a weekly podcast dedicated to everything science fiction. It's me, your sci-fi boy, Colin Brandon, and with me tonight is... I am Ben Young. I'm Bill Jarvis. Andrew's back. And tonight we are talking about Netflix's brand new sci-fi action thriller, Outside the Wire. Outside the Wire was written by Rob Yaskambe, Rowan Athale. And directed by Mikhail Hofstrom. This movie is also starring Anthony Mackie, Damson Idris, Emily Beecham, Michael Kelly, Pilau Asbach. That's good enough. You're just making stuff <laughs> up now. What? It's <laughs> a joke. What? Okay. Asbachwards. Uh, I'll just throw in there. Music was by Lorne Belf. Spockwards. What is is that like the the German torque unit? Neut guten tight. Yes. <laughs> Dead Tor- joke. Torque the torque unit. Guten the torque unit. <laughs> guten tight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, yes, this movie was just released last week on Netflix. This is part of their what is it? A movie a week this year for 2021. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there you have it. Before we jump into more of these details, though, Ben, what is this movie about? Hmm. Let me tell you. I'm gonna bring the mood down. In the near future, when civil war has erupted in Eastern Europe, a UAV pilot disobeys an order, leading to the death of two. U.S. Marines. He is disciplined by being sent into the battlefield and partnered with an artificially intelligent bio-robot to learn the true meaning of teamwork or how to disobey orders. One of those. It's outside the wire! I thought you were about to say the real <laughs> meaning of Christmas. It just was about to roll out of your mouth. Like, the true meaning... The reason for the season. <laughs> you know Merry what? Christmas, baby, please. You know on. what? At times, this plot was so convoluted that if they made this a Christmas oh. movie at the end, I would have been not surprised at all. I would have been like, And then okay. it started and then snowing. Driving home and it started snowing. 
and, and then his girlfriend. I'll be home for. Uh, that's uh, all we could get. That's Olivia all Marie Meyer, trash bag or whatever, calls and says, "Merry Christmas, baby." It's like behind enemy <laughs> lines, sort of thing. Honey, Merry honey, Christmas I'm, to I'm you. still outside the wire. Don't call me until I'm back inside, inside of the wire. He says. He says, Honey, Merry did you Christmas. record the wire? <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Your gift is I saved the world. Yeah. And he hangs up and throws the phone. They're like, shit, I, I needed that. I actually don't know how to get back. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, since uh, I just want to say that I started this movie uh, with, with no hope. Yeah, Based same. on... Uh, based on your comments, Colin, and and Miller's comments, I was like, there is there is no way this is going to be interesting whatsoever. And I'm happy to say that about halfway, for the first half of this movie, I actually enjoyed it. I thought this was something, while it wasn't original and it wasn't great, I was like, okay, I'm I'm into it. I like the whole like. I liked the whole, like, this soldier who is, like, very cold and calculating about the battlefield uh, needs to go learn what it's like to be there. And in who better to teach him than a robot? Someone who is actually cold and calculating, you know? And I was like, oh, this... Or who should be, you know? And I was like, oh, this is, uh, this is clever. It's a clever little take on the robot story. It should be interesting. And about 45 minutes in, it clicks in my brain. And I wrote this down, 45 minutes, I say, oh no, he's gonna be one too. Because I, I was thought so, that. I literally I, thought that. I'm like, oh so, yeah. He's a, he's I'm so be. glad they didn't go that route because it would have been so much worse than what they ended up getting. But this, it still went downhill from there. The movie still fell apart way hard. Uh, from it, from that point on, and I don't know if that's just because I was so sure he was a robot, so I was like criticizing it at every turn. And they still like, if they wanted to like change the last ten minutes to like be have Anthony Mackie be like, I'm only doing what we're programmed to do, and he's like, uh, what? Uh, we? I'm not a robot. He goes, you are. Feel your arm. It's cold, and he feels it. And he goes. <laughs> I I would have been like a little bit I, I don't know I don't know if it would have been better or worse but uh, this still wasn't good because it didn't know what it wanted to say it, it had no either. idea what it wanted to be I feel like three different scripts were written and then they mashed them together and like took out things that didn't make sense but they left in a lot of things that didn't make sense I don't know I mean it's big what other movie was 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 like this? Was it was it Gemini Man? Mm-hmm. Yes, Gemini Man. Where it was just like this movie has no idea what it's trying to. be. I mean, it's it was it was so obviously trying to be like it felt so much like Training Day, and then it was sort of like, <laughs> and then it was sort of like Terminator. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it did kind of become Terminator mm-hmm. at the end. Like Anthony Mackie was basically Skynet at the end. He was launching yeah. the nukes. I mean, but I mean, if you really, literally, like, think about the plot of Training Day and watch this movie, it's, it's really hard not to think it the whole time. It, it's is that the one where Denzel Washington is a robot? Yeah, and then yeah, Ethan, <laughs> and Ethan Hawke is Ethan a drone Hawk, pilot yeah. <laughs> right uh, into the streets of Los. Yeah, they got to they got to win the Super Bowl. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The big game. 
Super Bowl. Oh, it's it's kind of like Skynet, but not really, because Skynet was out to destroy humans. Whereas right. Nancy Mackey's out to destroy himself. He wants to prove right. that he's dangerous. So Right. Adam. But but also America. But well, also yeah, a you know. high ranking officer of the army. So you gotta respect him. Uh I thought Anthony Mackey did okay. I guess for what he had to work with. He played uh, a robot. He played a robot. Um I, I mean, the dialogue is so bad that I can't tell if the actors were good or bad. It's because, yes. like, Damson Idris, who I'm assuming is a good actor, uh, he's on a television show, but I, I could not. Every time he talked, I'm like, oh, that, that didn't sell well, bud. Let's do another take. Oh, wait, I'm not there. You can't do another take. <laughs> but, uh,. The best actors were literally the people that got like two minutes of screen time, like Michael Kelly and Pilo Aspect, however you say his name. Michael Kelly is golden in everything he does. Yeah. Like Michael Kelly is so underrated. He's just a great actor. Oh, he practically made uh what was it? Um shit, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yes, yeah, he was great in House that. of Cards. I liked him in um uh, uh the Jack Ryan series on Amazon. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Still gotta see that's that. pretty good. Is that sci fi? No. Oh, well. Sure isn't. But, uh, I mean, I like everything I see Emily Beecherman, but she wasn't really convincing in this movie. She was the uh, redhead leader of the, the British yeah. leader of the Eastern European resistance group. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I, I knew I was, I was in for, for a movie when, uh, when he shows up to Anthony Mackie for the first time, uh, Har- Sorry, we should use names. Harp shows up to Leo's uh, little little place for the first time, and Leo does my fa- my favorite thing in Hollywood, my absolute favorite thing, where he goes, "Hmm, Andrew Miller, forty eight, grown up in <laughs> Northwest Indiana, rides Holy. a bike." Eats ice cream, but doesn't like it cold. Doesn't like soup hot either. I know all about you, Andrew Miller. These like, are the worst fucking shittiest facts ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fucking right. Facebook the, fact checkers are going nuts right now. That whole I, entire scene was one giant exposition dump. Uh, when they're like explaining how the war broke out and what's going on with the situation and the nuclear missiles and the codes, all this. I'm just like, this is awful. This is so fucking bad. It's like, are you a quartermaster? The dude's got fucking pictures of people up all over the place. What fucking quartermaster would have that? (laughs) We're, uh, uh, we're worried that people can't act, don't actually read the words at beginning of movies. So we're just going to repeat everything. Those words said just to make sure that, uh, you know, what's going on. I don't know. It's, there's never a good way to do exposition, but that sure as fuck was not a great way to do exposition. Honestly, it, it would have been really interesting if um, what's his face's character did turn out to be a robot, because then it could have been like, but but I have all these memories and stuff, and it's like lies, implants. I have the same <laughs> memories, bud. You weren't real the whole time, buddy. Neither of us are. Well, that's what I was so sure it was for a while. I was like, I was like, okay, so this is how they they train these biobots, right? Like they put them into like 
all of these situations and yeah. like he's not actually being disciplined this is his final right training and he's he gonna like plant take, false memories in there yeah he's uh, he has tons of false man- memories and he's gonna take over for leo now at the end of it because leo is now obsolete or something like that you know like he's the new one so he's gonna take over and leo knows this um i really wish the movie was just what we were sold on at the beginning which is like minus the twists and everything which is just a robot teaches a human who is not compassionate compassion how to, how to be compassionate yeah and i would have been fine with that i mean the action i thought was great and with my headset on every single gunshot was like oh oh that's got bass to it like, yeah but you know what would have trained this guy how to be a better human is if they just sat him down with spec ops the line <laughs> <laughs> it's funny yeah. you mentioned that because i was like this whole like especially the whole beginning i'm like plays like a, a video game Mm-hmm. Like it reminds me, like when he's briefing him on the whole Koval thing. I was like, "This is a cutscene in Call of Duty." Actually, they have this exact cutscene yeah. uh, where the rookie is introduced to the captain, and he's explaining who the bad guy in the in the game is going to be. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "I'm like, oh yeah, so the final level is going to be a big dramatic moment or something." Yeah, 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 for sure. Definitely going to have a nuclear missile involved. Yeah. What's more dramatic than a Russian nuclear missile silo? Two Russian nuclear missile silos. <laughs> um, it's I've like I, this is the second thing I've watched with Anthony Mackie in a row that was just unfortunate to watch. <laughs> you know, like we're going back, going back, and it makes me sad because I like Anthony Mackie. But if we're going back to uh, the second season of Altered Carbon, uh, Altered Carbon. But it was such a struggle to finish that. And honestly, I kept doing the little fast forward by 10 seconds for like the last 10 minutes of this movie. <laughs> like fast forward 10 seconds. Got what's going on. Fast forward to 10 seconds. I know what's going on there. Because I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> wow. Jeez. See, I, I, I don't think I, I got hit that bad. I knew that it was, um, it was contrived. Um, I know it wasn't the best. I, I, but I like it's. Stupid movie. I could sit and watch. You know, I I, I kind of, and I you know, I kind of the one of the parts was the fact that I was entertaining myself by imagining uh, Denzel Washington saying Anthony Mackie's lines. So that's that's part of it. There was there was also there are so many things where like when they're coming out the uh, uh, they're not Russians. They have Russian mechs with them. Russian Ukrainian, the Kresnians, yeah, Kresnians. Russian Gerps. Yes, uh, and then the the U.S. Gumps show up. Yeah, the U.S. Gumps, and they're shooting at it. And there's one U.S. Gump with like I don't know, it's like a a 50 caliber sniper rifle without a scope on it. And he's just no scoping these things. Why didn't he just sit there no scope, no scope, no scope? And then 50 shoot, 360 no scoping all the enemy all the humans, but it said like he got one two good shots off, and then they never showed him again. I'm like, yeah, I don't the know. The enemy Greps got him. They seem to be, yeah, like those, uh, first of all, I, I are they called Gumps because Forrest Gump? Because that's <laughs> I <hope> funny. not. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's clever. Like, I like the idea that Marines would name their robots that could literally run forever Gumps. That, yeah, that but that, mean, just makes this a, that just makes this a sequel to Forrest Gump. That's true. 
It's no, in, and like just in, literally it a movie, in the Gumpiverse. A movie in a universe <laughs> that has the movie Forrest Gump. I, you know, it's the only thing confirming that Forrest Gump, yeah. you know, Gump, exists. Yeah. Gumpiverse. In this, in this. <laughs> so you're saying it's Forrest Gump is actually sci-fi, and we could technically yeah. Like, yeah, no, I'm not I saying that it's the those, same uh, universe. I'm saying that they have the movie in the universe. No, I know you're not. I bet but there's one of those Andrews. garps that uh, talks about like a uh, shrimp gumbo, shrimp steak, shrimp they, on the they're Barbie. They're all programmed to like shrimp. Yeah. And, okay, and so there's also the, <laughs> we're going back to that scene again with the gumps on gumps on uh, gump on gump violence. Yeah, gump on gump violence. <laughs> um, Stop it. So. Oh, uh, what the hell is his name? Our uh, Harp. Harp, thank you. Our protagonist. Harp is just sitting there, like multiple times. He's shown that okay, he could fight through his fear, be brave, and save these people. And then they're just putting another situation where he's freaking out and doesn't want to save these people. And then. It, I don't like five separate occasions. He had to be brave and save someone. It's like you don't have to keep going back to this again. Right. He works through real, his fear. I don't understand what's going on. It's not real life. Oh, you only need to satisfy us narratively once, and then from there we're good. We don't need yeah. it anymore. Let him tackle another flaw or another hurdle. Don't just have him run around and do the same hurdle again. I don't know. And I think it's because they weren't interested in him at the end of the day. I don't think, like, they, they, the writers bring us this actually really interesting character, a character who is a, you know, people have talked about the concept of UAV pilots sitting in stalls in Nevada while they're blowing up the Middle East. Like, that disconnect there is, like, is like massive. They don't actually feel anything for what they're doing. It's, it's like a video game. And, like, people in the military have gone on record to say, like, these people are sociopaths. Like, they, they treat flying these UAVs literally like video games. And it's worrisome for a lot of people. So, like, you have this really interesting character who goes out into the field who's, who's working. He is literally piloting a drone throughout the field. And this, but this drone has more compassion than him as we go on. And which is funny. So he's learning from the machine that he's always uh, used as a disconnect. Uh, he's, he's always d- used the machine to disconnect from the reality. And now this machine is forcing him to connect with reality. But in reality, all this, all this really, and that would have been a cool story, like we said. But in reality, the only story that I think they're really trying to get at here is that machines are the same. So they're they're comparing uh, Leo to the drone when he says, uh, "Remove human, uh, reduce humanity, reduce the fight," or something like that. Is is what he says. He's basically he's basically saying that once you, uh, I know what he's basically saying one way or another is that when you have robots fighting your battles the fight will never end because you won't feel the pain for what you do so they're comparing him to the drone when in fact he's never really displayed any of those characteristics throughout the entire movie so they were on the they were on the cusp of an actual take you know an actual original sci-fi take and then they they missed the point completely yeah but you know what they say uh, aim for the moon, and if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. So, uh, yeah, they shouldn't have ever told kids that. Yeah, no, they really shouldn't have. <laughs> it's 
They They actually shouldn't have told the Apollo pilots that because it was just (laughs) the the, the scrub missions were just disgusting. It was horrible. (laughs) The the actual line should be shoot for the moon and don't miss. God, please do not fucking miss. You will will take down this whole program if you miss. Please do not miss. (laughs) That's all I got, really. You guys talk. <laughs> You've got 25 I, I, I talked about how I liked the action, right? Was... No, we didn't talk about the action. The action's cool. <laughs> ben, uh, I actually had the anyway. uh, opposite opinion of you. Um, whereas you liked the first half, I thought it got interesting after um, Anthony Mackie's character goes rogue. Mm. It's like, oh, that's interesting. He cut out the only thing that was actually tying um, his personality to like the, the the U.S. military, and then it was like a big double cross, and like, you know, I I, I thought that was kind of, and then it was like, he it, it it literally follows like the 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 standard like robot AI plot where the only way to stop humanity from killing itself is to kill humanity. <laughs> and you thought yeah. that was more interesting? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, more interesting than just this sort of like by the books military procedural with robots. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, teach their own. I think uh I think it was like I said, it was on the cusp of actually doing something different and it chose to backpedal into that, which is where this movie truly fails. But I mean, I get I I get the the whole like, you know, war, war story with robots could be boring. I don't know. I don't think we I honestly don't think we see enough of that kind of storytelling right now, which is interesting to me because that's what we're on. That's the precipice we're on right now. You know, we don't really we so often we see robots just turning on humans. I think back to a really uh interesting short film that we should like do like a quick like 20 minute episode on one day when some of us have some free time. Um and the short film is about a robot who is in the field and it's got shoot to kill orders and it's going through everything and it's mowing everyone down. And at one point there's a kid who stands in the way of a soldier and it hesitates and that gets it's that gets it uh, shot and it collapses and it wakes up in an interrogation room and uh, the interrogation, the, there's like these two interrogators there and they're, they're questioning it why it hesitated trying to figure out the flaw in the programming and more comes to light about the the actual robots uh uh situation i won't get to get into it in case anyone wants to watch it i'll try and find it i think blomkamp directed it uh and it's really it's really good it's a really uh compelling piece and i think stories like that would be interesting uh, because I don't know, I guess I'm different now because I used to think that stuff was, I, I used to think if you tried to sell me on a human robot, I'd, I'd spit in your face as many people in the, <laughs> who listen to our past episodes would know, but I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm just bored with, uh, with the other stuff now. Picard changed me. I thought, well, I was going <laughs> to say, I thought that, uh, I thought that you would hate this because it included a robot trying to be human. I, don't know. I mean, I did hate it. Oh, Oh yeah, no, no. Okay, you did hate it. I guess. Well, no. You see, Ben no, liked it because the robot agreed with Ben's opinion and tried to kill himself yes. at the end. That's true. Yeah, he was. I shouldn't be. I don't belong in this world with you. Right. That was pretty yeah. good. That was. That's not a bad. That was dead on, right? Anthony yeah. Mackie, are you here today? I'm sorry. Was that an Anthony Mackie? 
<laughs> um, yeah, no, I expected. I mean, it was really weird the part where Harp uh, smokes a pipe full of PCP, and then, um, and then, uh, what is where that? is this joke going, Bill? And then, and then, <laughs> sorry, I was really trying to do a training oh. day joke, and nobody got it. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking hey, nap Bill, really took it out of you, movie, Bill. Bill, that movie's like twenty years old. Bill, what are you what are you doing? That's uh, it's a bit before and my then time. Denzel Washington Dad. gets Yeah, Denzel Washington gets gunned down. I'm only like what five minutes older than you. You're like thirty eight, aren't you? No, I'm thirty. I'm li- yeah, no, it was literally twenty. That's ago okay, that Bill. Down. He thinks I'm fucking forty five. Sorry. Um. Oh, I do have a I do have a good quote. Uh, right here. This is from uh, basically it's the critics' consensus from Rotten Tomatoes. It's a serviceable sci-fi diversion. Outside the wire packs enough action to keep viewers watching, even if they aren't likely to remember much later. That yeah, about sums it up. I'm probably going to forget more about this movie than anything else. I I don't mean to like rip on it that hard, but at the same time, Netflix, if you can get your money back, do it. Uh, well, here's the good. thing, though. Like, here's the here's the great thing about Netflix's model, and this is probably actually so. This is probably what I'm guessing has happened. So the way Netflix has always kind of gone about acquiring movies, um, unless they're produced in house, which is very rare, <clears throat> at least for movies, they do it a lot for TV. But uh, for movies, uh, they would go to festivals. And they would, uh, as most studios do, studios go to festivals, they pay money for the movies. Uh, but Netflix never offers much money for their movies. Like, that's always kind of been the thing. Like, Netflix is kind of the last deal you take. If you're not going to hear from Sony, if you're not going to hear from Paramount, if you're not going to hear from Warner Brothers, Lionsgate, you know, then you're going you're gonna to sit down and you're going to accept Netflix's offer because... You're gonna get. You're still gonna get some money out of it, and chances are you'll at least recoup your losses. So it's like it's not that bad, you know. Uh, this year, uh, in 2020, there were no film festivals. So my guess is that Netflix sent out emails to all of these creators out here who were planning on debuting their films at at film festivals at Sundance, South by Southwest, uh, all of them, and were like. Hey, uh, we will buy your movies since you couldn't debut them. Uh, send us your shit, and I'm sure they got a lot. And they probably dropped two million on each of them. People took them because they were struggling to survive. They need to make sure their people got paid. Uh, investors, I'm sure, were knocking on their doors saying, "Where's our money?" Uh, and Netflix paid two million dollars a piece on these things, probably. Interesting theory. Wonder if we'll ever find out if that's true or not. No, I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like too much is just. I, I feel like two million is too much. I feel like maybe they gave him like a twenty dollars gift card to Chili's or something. <laughs> it's just like, hey, you wanna take the fam out, get some apps. Here, go see a Star Wars. Go War. see a Star Wars. <laughs> There's an executive producer in LA that is literally threatening to break my fingers. Netflix. <laughs> you should have thought about that before oh, you okay. made a movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. How much is Sony offering you right now? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can Here's go a over coupon too. You can you go know? over to Sony's bonus. streaming service. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. 
Oh, Sony Plus. Here's your money. Get out. Coming of fall 2020. <laughs> I want to share with you my favorite quote from the film. Put the beef in my taco. <laughs> Ugh. I love it. I love every second of that. Uh, when did I miss that? When did I miss that that line? That was when Leo is uh, is ragging on Harp. He's and razzing. He's asking uh, what uh, he's he's like he's like oh so you can go home to your girl and she she could say put the beef in my taco. Call me bear. <laughs> Rookie. <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend who calls me gummy bear, so that was a weird experience. She's <laughs> inexplicably aroused. I don't understand. PTSDing, like, uh, uh, I'm not gummy bear. Does not arouse me, I'm sorry to say. So none okay, of you, you, you all would be wasting your time saying <laughs> Rookie. Oh, gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, guys, science. <laughs> yes, there's lots of yeah. Science. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, so what's really like the thesis, right? Is it that drones bad? Mm-hmm. Like you said, like drones bad, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's really what they were trying to get at, and then it just kind of like you guys said, it's, like and then the it plot was fell drones off the rails. bad. No well, way, no, no, humans no. bad. No wait androids bad it, it's it's saying it's saying like humans or bad human kills human right here's here's the point of the movie human mm. kills human human invents robot robot kills, human. robot kills human robot kills human forever humans never stop is kind of what it's saying is it, like, robots will never stop so it's saying that like drones are the beginning Anthony Mackie, Leo is not is not the end. He's saying that it will keep going and it will keep coming until he does something to stop it. And that was his way of stopping it was destroying Washington DC. I really feel like I really feel like they could have gone more in depth with that like, "Hey, l- listen, I'm a captain. I have decisions to make and I actually have to think through things myself and then how long is it going to be till a five-star general is an android and yada yada yada." You know like yeah. Yeah. So, well, what, you know, when the, uh, I guess it's the layers of disconnection, you know, you're completely disconnected from what's happening, which is what we honestly do with our military, um, with our military specifically in the United States, is that we have um, conflicts that happen that we don't even know about, really. They just happen on the other side of the world and we, nobody cares because it's not happening here. So, I mean, that's currently where we're at. It's not like, that's like a far off idea. Yeah, and I think he was saying that it would be it's only going to get worse be- like that whole concept's only going to get worse when you have when the when America stops sending humans to fight their wars and are just sending robots. Yeah. No one will care. There's also the mention There's also the mention that uh wars aren't and then, you know this plays into the military industrial complex but wars aren't meant to be won. They're meant to be sustained. Yes. Which there is, you know, a case. War is profitable. You ever see the movie Lord of War? No. Oh, it's got Nicolas Cage in it. War actually costs a lot of money, but uh, some people make money off of it. It costs the government a lot of money. It makes the private companies a lot more money, Mm. who then in turn grease the pockets of the politicians, but not the government. 
and it's a, hooray it's a lobby. Very, it's a very it's a very easy way for for a special interest to take the money from American tax dollars and put it into their pocket. Mm-hmm. But they have in order to do that, they have to create fear, and fear is incredibly profitable. Mm-hmm. So they they create fear, boost up prices. That's why a lugna costs thirty dollars. And you, you know, continue the process, rinse and repeat until you get all the money out of the pockets into your pockets. Are we allowed to say any of this? Are we going to get canceled? Uh, Canceled by the U.S. US government? I don't even know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Big tech. And I don't don't know if Colin feels this way, but I I know because this is his show at the end of the day. But like, I always hate like when like people on podcasts and streamers and shit like can't fucking pick a fucking side. And they're just like they're like oh everyone is everyone is entitled everyone has the opinions it's okay just like don't hurt any feelings it's like no like like fuck the government and yeah. don't get me wrong when we say fuck the government like we're not those people who if are I like if I could have a federal job right now I absolutely would oh <laughs> sure 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 sure. Oh. Um, there's somebody yeah. at my door. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I, at least I'm not one of those people who's like, who's like, well, both sides are bad or are just as bad. It's like, well, both are bad. One is still worse than the other to be clear. So, you know, let's, let's all sit down and, and just relax. But yeah. So what do you guys think? Good sci-fi or bad sci-fi? <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want me to go? Are we ready to do this? Yeah, I guess. Ben, I, I got nothing go else first. to say. Oh wait, he was—he looked cool though, right? Like his. Oh robot. yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Looks like you worked out. We got to talk about yeah, how robots look. I mean, that's Robocore. He's a biotech <laughs> robot, right? So like. They kept saying biotech, but bio implies human, but I'm pretty sure he was just 100% yeah. robot. Bio does like not it. imply human. Bio yeah. implies organic. No, that's true. right. Right. He's not organic. He, but I mean, there might be organic cells within the goo that's part of him. It could right. be. You his, know, yeah, but unfortunately, you never learned about what made him. Uh, he was a secret. A secret. His hands secret. were meant to have the appearance of human hands. I think there are two people two. who are allowed to know that I am a robot. He'd, you and Aaron Eckhart. Colin, he just had uh, hand warmers inside of his hands. That's how oh, they okay. did that. Yeah, that's that's the only reason. Yeah, it's what highly if he tricked. Te- what if he tricked the one guy into thinking he was a robot the whole time? <laughs> it was just he wasn't really a robot. I'm just a guy, dude. I don't know. I'm, just, dude, I'm not even a captain. Dude, you bought that robot stick. I'm just a dude. <laughs> I'm not even a captain. This whole thing is a prank. You got punked, bro. You're not even really in the military. <laughs> Charged with war crimes. <laughs> Dude, you got Dude. pranked, bro. Pranked. You're going to be court-martialed, bro. You're going to Leavenworth, bro. Go out, get Mo for you. At least they didn't go the Tyler Durden route, where he was the robot and the human. <clears throat> you are I the mean, drone. Really, <gasps> we found out that, that the real robots were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> you the, are the real name was Robot Paulson. The real wolves were the ones we raised along the way. <laughs> I'll oh, never forget milk that. episode. Colin, yeah. you are the drone. Reminds me of uh, of remember the 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 thing Jimmy Kimmel did where it was the trailer for movie the movie, and it's Gary Oldman and he's like you're a centaur and he's like or I think it's it's I think it's Gary Oldman. He's like oh you're a centaur and he's like no just look. It's like you are the drone. No, <laughs> no, just just look. 
<laughs> he's clearly a tr- never mind that's that's a that's a deep cut are you deep saying a cut. giant plane fit into that car yes oh okay all right wait so did you answer your good sci-fi bad sci-fi oh no 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 i was, I was gonna no. do that all right I, I was waiting for you to be like okay now good sci-fi bad sci-fi but i'm just gonna go then you cool all right Ben, hit me with oh. that young, good sci-fi, bad sci-fi. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> uh, bad sci-fi, uh, obviously. Uh, with, it had potential to be okay, like, okay plus sci-fi, but uh, never once did it really <clears throat> care to tell anything beyond a superfluous idea of, like, robot bad uh, which is fine with me. If you want to say robot bad, go ahead, man. But uh, hey, you gotta you gotta put some oomph in it. You know, you gotta put some uh, some Alicia Vikander in it. You know, you gotta give me something. And, and all you had, all you had was war and and gumps and uh, some some neat action scenes here and there. Uh, but but nothing of substance. So bad sci-fi. Thank you. Next. All right, Bill. Yeah, um, excellent sci-fi. Definitely made <laughs> me think a lot about. St- that's a joke. Uh, I believe that this is uh, it's very it's very vapid in a lot of ways, and that it, it doesn't really like explore very deep into anything. I mean, it just says you know like what are the you know what's the self-destructive nature of humanity and disconnecting oneself from its from its actions. Um, which is a cool idea, but that's basically every movie ever is that like we're self-destructive creatures that don't know how to contain ourselves. So, you know, I mean, at least it had that, you know, it wasn't like, like, I don't know. It's a bad movie. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, at so, least you know, it's, it's not Mortal Kombat Annihilation, <laughs> which is just my scale. That's just how I rate <laughs> movies. It's very binary. I say, you know, either this is like Mortal Kombat Annihilation or it's not. <clears throat> no, the, the scale. Um, the scale should have. Uh, fuck. What was that? That Katie Sackhoff movie where they're just ripping off. Twenty thirty six origin. Twenty thirty six origin unknown. That's kind of yeah. the bottom. I mean. I really, this is my whole life we're talking about here. So it's it's on or off, you know, like Mortal Kombat Annihilation or not. Okay, <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this. So, you know, it's, it's, I'd say it's, I'd say it um registers at about 2.5 Mortal Kombat Annihilation, though, um, if we had to put a scale to it. Uh, so, yeah. Which is kind of funny because uh, Anthony Mackie's character was like a reverse Jax. Instead of being a man with robot arms, he was a robot with man arms. With man arms. <laughs> 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 okay, never mind. This is exactly like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Never mind. A case can be made here. Uh, all right. How, how do I drink milk with my man arms? <laughs> Andrew, bring it back round. Um, I'm going to say this is like here's a here's a rating that we've given a few movies but like this is borderline not sci-fi like this is sci-fi in the way like call of duty advanced warfare is sci-fi where there are like robots and like it takes place slightly in the future and stuff but yeah largely this is just going to become like science fact pretty soon and i i was i was bored like i watched it at work and it just didn't 
I was like, there's, no, there's nothing here. I, I'm playing Call of Duty right now. I'm playing like a Call of Duty campaign. It, this is exactly... This is exactly Call of Duty. It was. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, like, the next Call of Duty game is just this. <laughs> so. Probably. Yeah. <sighs> All right. There you go. Um, I thought it was bad sci-fi. Uh, I mean, they, as Ben said, there was potential. They could have made something out of this. Uh, just went right over their heads. Uh, parts of the movie I, I did like. Not really a lot, though. I really like that scene when Anthony Mackie is killing the general. Victor Krenkov? Yeah, Koval. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's killing him. and she, uh, I don't know. It's like the whole time you're like, Anthony Mackie's going to fuck this dude up. But they kept doing this back and forth like, I'm a bigger man. No, I'm a bigger man. It's like, just kill him already. This is dumb. But it ended <laughs> up being a really cool scene. Um, <clears throat> uh, but for the most part, it was a bad movie. So bad sci-fi, bad movie. Uh, two out of ten will not watch again. Uh, so there you have it, folks. That is our take on Outside the Wire. If you haven't watched it already, that's fine. Skip it. I yeah, really don't. am disappointed that this wasn't a documentary about the wire. Oh, that'd be. Good. Oh, that sounds really good. Maybe it was though. Oh my god! That's how it started. Next week. Uh, I, I slid something into the schedule here because our friends that. over at RLJE Productions, the same geniuses behind The Color Out of Space, have a new sci-fi film coming out uh, tomorrow, for those who are listening on release day, called Psycho Gorman. What? And, oh, if you haven't watched the trailer yet, <laughs> you have to. Uh, what the hell I'm, I've seen that? some stills, and this movie looks awesome out of control i am this... very excited so please please go watch psycho gorman before you listen to our episode next week <laughs> oh my god yeah let's see if we like can this. get let's see if we can get anybody from that production on here let's see if we can uh, actually i'll do get my best yeah star. i'll do my best they liked our they liked our um yep uh post about it on twitter they, they noticed us they noticed us all right folks until next time